Welcome to Season 3, Episode 6 of Father and Dad, where we give you a candid, inside look at the shared journey of a seminarian on his path to fatherhood and his dad. I'm Dad, P.J. Carraher. And I'm Father, God willing, Stephen Carraher, his son. Yes. Well, Stephen, uh, we're here uh, over uh, Thanksgiving break. That's right. I'm back in the house. We're back in the in the closet studio here. Black and back in the studio. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's good to have you. And um, I, I was talking to you uh, over the break as we were chatting, just talking about how uh, your uh, you being in the seminary, your discernment uh, has had material effect. In in I'll say directly in the parish because I de- work with parish I work my a big contact of mine with young men is through Boy Scouts. That's right. Yeah, and it's funny seeing them seeing you. It makes it more discernment into a priesthood, not like a it, it's real all yeah. of a sudden as opposed mm-hmm. to I think before. You, uh, people would have thought, oh, it's just a magic. People just magically decide to become priests. Yeah. And I think they're seeing, you're giving witness of the process and they're seeing it go through. And I'll tell you, I've seen a few scouts, a few young men um, kind of talk about some things and thinking about some things and hmm. thinking about uh, that whole process of discernment. And that I kind of like to talk about that today because we have... I think in popular in popular culture we have one concept of discernment, which is like flipping us. We watch too many movies, you know. We watch we, a lot of movies. Yeah, you, you, you know, a lightning bolt comes from the sky. You flip that switch, and it all happens. Boom, magic. Boom, magic. Right. And I think what what people are starting to see, and, and from my perspective, the young men in the parish are starting to see, it's like mm-hmm. no, it's not a magic switch. And then the question is, is okay if it's not that, what are, what what is the path? How how does that happen? So that long. Long road of of discernment, yeah. and mm-hmm. you being a, a veteran along walking that path, I thought maybe you could share uh, share some things along those lines, and you know maybe we could start with like you know as I was alluding to what it's not, and then yeah, what it is. Sure, yeah. Well, one thing it definitely is not is it's not like in, like you said, not instantly becoming a priest. It's not like um, oh, it's kind of funny. Like you know, yeah. you know, you, you, some some guys think you know you sign on the dotted line. To go to seminary and yeah. boom, you're instantly a priest. But that's not how it works at all. Now, let me hold you on that though. There is, I agree with you, though there is, and we as parishioners have to keep in mind that that young man's discerning because mm-hmm. it's tough. Because when you, I think that I've said this to you before, it's like you open floodgates of goodwill, and you do, but, <laughs> you do, and because you're I've, basically, yeah, you're like the parish's <laughs> favorite son overnight. You, you, you and because yeah. I've seen a tremendous amount of goodwill coming your way, mm-hmm. and. Uh, the I've said this to you at the start is I I was a little fearful of that especially coming from mom and me too is like mm-hmm. because then it I fear that it de- denies you the the freedom to discern mm. in a sense uh, 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 but it's a good thing but I'm just saying yeah no it's interesting yeah like thinking it from the perspective of like a parish so like you know it comes out the guy's thinking about yes. seminary you know and yes. everybody's like oh you're doing a great job it's yeah this is like a classic <laughs> thing this happens all over the place this happens yeah. uh, you know not just at the home parish but it might happen at the college Newman Center you know somebody True. you know it happens that oh somebody like reveals like they're thinking about the priesthood and, and boom like overnight like you kind of like change <laughs> it's kind of like oh it's kind of this is kind of weird um, and yeah, like you said, that's, that's kind of funny. Yeah, goodwill just kind of like yeah, just floods your way, which I honestly I think yeah. is is it's beautiful. It's, okay, it's beautiful, and uh, if it's if it's understood properly, um, 
So because, let's talk about yeah. it. Yeah, so that, that you had to understand it properly. Yeah. Was it always understood? Was that something you had to work towards? Yeah, or did well, you have guidance along that it's way? It's certainly something that you kind of grow into. Like, like it can, you know, overnight you become like, Oh, you're oh, you're awesome! I can't believe you're doing this. It's yeah. like oh, if you know, if I came to you yesterday, they'll probably get a different <laughs> reaction. But uh, yeah, um, but it, it's it's certainly not something that you just become instantly comfortable with, or at least it's yeah. not something that I didn't become instantly comfortable with. Yeah, because um, it's you know, I kind of you know, I heard the people say this to me, and you know, experienced experiences from like people who I would be very surprised to hear from uh, about this, and uh, there's a certain sense of like. I don't deserve this. Like yeah. I haven't done anything. Yeah. Like I, yeah. I haven't yeah. I just said yeah. like I'm thinking about this. Yeah. Um so just understanding that no, they're I mean, they are giving it to you in a certain in a certain sense, but they're also like it, you're less important than you think you are. <laughs> oh <laughs> I guess in a certain po- sense. So it's not a popularity you know, it's, content. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's good not point. like a it's it's you know, they're saying that because they're 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 excited. They're not excited because uh, you know, of maybe like just you personally in your own little bubble, but they're excited because you were willing to step out and you're willing to hear God's call and possibly like give them another priest. Yeah. And that's their excitement. Their excitement is that like, there's a young man who's stepping forward yeah. and saying like, maybe this is for me. Right. Um, and like, it's a, it's a tough road, uh, to become a priest. So, yeah. you know, those, I tell people at, at now, at, since I've grown a little bit more comfortable of receiving, you know, the, this, this goodwill, I always tell them to pray for me. Yes. That's honestly, that's, yeah. that's very odd that you have been consistent with that from the start. I've yeah, always heard and you, you say You really that. do yeah. have to, because like going through seminary, walking down that road of discernment, um, is not, it's not an easy path and mm-hmm. it's, it's not an easy path for any vocation. It's not an easy path if you're discerning marriage, religious life, uh, you know, you know, charitable single life, but it's certainly not easy, you know, as a, as somebody's well, I, I'd like to get into some of that, that nitty gritty down, you know, down to earth. what are some of those things that you did to just, you know, some practical tools that you've used during your discernment. If it, Yeah. 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 I think just one thing that comes to my mind immediately, just like practical tools yeah. uh, of discernment is first is like commitment. Yeah. Like commitment is a key to discernment. So there's one thing of like, sitting in your room and thinking like, wow, the priesthood's really attractive. Wouldn't yeah. it be great to, you know, celebrate mass, hear confession? So I read a book. It's called To Save a Thousand Souls. I'd recommend it to any young man who's even thinking about the priesthood or even mm-hmm. finds it attractive in any, in any level. Um, and basically the first chapter of that book, it has about 30 different short stories where this priest tells stories from his own priesthood or stories from some of his friends' priesthood of things that priests do. Things as simple as, as like, you know, hearing confessions, spending a whole day, like hearing confessions, getting exhausted. And then like yeah. that last confession is just like somebody who's just hasn't been there for 40 years. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, wow. Like just, you gotta awesome. be there for that. Yeah, one. You're there for that one. Yeah. Um, and just like beautiful, like moments of like, you know, graveside with a, a, a young family, mm. you know, just like so many different stories. And I remember like reading those and thinking like, wow, that'd be really awesome. Yeah. Um, but there's comes a point where, you know, you feel the Lord work in your heart. You know, maybe you come to him in prayer. You're starting to build a little, build a little bit of a prayer life. Uh, but there comes a point where, you know, the rubber has to start hitting the road. Yeah. You know, as the saying goes, like, God can't move a parked car. <laughs> you know, uh, if the Lord has put something in your heart and you're, you know, you're authentically, you know, like feeling, feeling it, thinking it, like yeah. considering it. And you notice that you have a desire in your heart for it. Then the question that you should ask yourself shouldn't be like, 
oh, like I have to sign my name on the dotted line right yeah. now and become a priest right now. The question is, what's the next step? Yeah. It's always what's the next step. To, to kind of re- – what I'm hearing you say is don't wait for it to come. To, so if you're a young man – and I say man because young – Yeah, young, young man, lady, yeah. Uh, uh, it's, If you're starting to feel things, engage – welcome that. Engage it. Yeah. And and don't think that it's the answer is going to come to you. You've got to engage yourself for yourself to open up to the answer. Meaning, again, talking about movies, don't wait for that movie moment. Mm-hmm. If you're and, and this is not just discerning for the priesthood, it's for discerning for any you know towards towards the married life, towards whatever. Uh, if you're feeling those things, don't sit there engage mm-hmm. and yeah. engage, uh, and, engage word, think, and and yeah. uh uh because it doesn't it doesn't it's not the lightning bolt from the sky that's right yeah. it's it's it happens when you open yourself up and that's what mm-hmm. you're saying is you spent because that's re- kind of reiterating what you were saying with your time at the start you were feeling it and you engaged, mm-hmm. and so some of the things you did, you read books. What else? What else did? What else did you do? Read books. Oh, one thing, and I. This is this is even before you even want to make a commitment and discernment. Yeah. Is you really have to build up a prayer life. Yeah, that is, that is like required. Yeah. Like if yeah. you're if you're not uh, if you're not building. Um, you know, prayer life, you got to really, you really got to pray every day. Now it doesn't have to be, you don't have to pray right. for an hour every day right. at the very beginning. You, you know, like you said, like lightning, it's not a lightning bolt moment. Right. You know, you don't instantly, like when you start this, like saying like, I want to discern to be a priest, you don't instantly get, uh, you know, you don't instantly get habits to, you know, pray a holy hour every single day, go to mass right. every single day, pray a rosary every single day. You know, like it's, that stuff takes time. And it's funny, you're, you're talking about that stuff. You say that to, uh, if you look at it now, it's like if you would have thought about it ten years, it's like no way, you know. Man? Oh, yeah. and, and now it's like, uh, I, I, all right, I'm, I'm saying way too much, but I will anyway. I, it used to be Eucharistic adoration to me was like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm kneeling, my I don't want to sit here, yeah. you know. And it's like mm-hmm. ten minutes was ten hours, that sort oh, of thing. Yeah. And now it's like, you know, when it happens, like Saint Tom's just did it with the forty hours. It's like, yeah, you know, Mom and I are like, yeah, we're 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 there, we're hanging there after mass, mm-hmm. you know, and that sort of. It's, it's it's funny how you ch- that you change. Yeah, it's uh, really funny. But what I keep in the back of my head is be mindful of that where I'm at now is not where I was, you know, back in the past. That's and right, and yeah. you don't want to you don't want to come on to people. <laughs> or, yeah. That's not the right way to say it. It takes time to develop. You it have to does, understand. Yeah, it. I think a good always a good kind of thought in my mind or like analogy in my mind to like consider discerning the priesthood has always been like. Couples discerning, like, get, be, like getting married together. Yeah. yeah. Um, because it's one of those things, like, you know, first date, you know, yeah. you don't know that each other that well, you know? Well, that's a you're good kind of getting, You're kind yeah. of getting to know each other. Yeah. And then, like, but you look at your relationship, like, a year in the future, and yeah. then you see, like, oh, wow, we've done this together. Yeah. We, you know, took this trip together. Yeah. Um, I found out, like, she opened her heart up to me about this thing. Yeah. I opened up my heart to her about this thing. Yeah. Um, you know, there's some sort of like shared life that we kind of like desire and vision together. And then you, you maybe go from that point to like, maybe like 10 years of marriage and say like, oh, wow, these are the struggles that we went through. Um, you know, these are the trials that, these are the hurdles that we overcame. You know, these are the joys that we experienced. And you think, and then maybe you can think back to that first, those first moments when you were like beginning that relationship and see like, well, if I thought, if I knew then <laughs> what I was going to be doing yeah. now, like, I don't know yeah, if I'd I, have yeah. the strength to do it. And that's the, the truth is that, especially when you're discerning the priesthood, 
It's the graces in the present moment. Yeah. The graces in the present moment. And very often when we're thinking about the priesthood as young men, we want to just have the whole cake right now. You know, <laughs> we want to, we want to like understand like yeah. exactly what we're going to be giving up, exactly what we're going to be getting and then making our calculated choice right at the beginning. But the truth is, is that it isn't a lightning bolt moment. You don't get that yeah. knowledge, that information instantaneously. You know, the Lord wants you to enter into prayer. The Lord wants you to reveal your heart to him. Yeah. The Lord wants to reveal his heart to you as yes. well. Yes. You know, it's a, it's a give and take. It's a relationship. Yes. Um, and through like getting to know, you know, God who is calling you to the priesthood, um, you know, you become a son, you know, you become, uh, you, you don't become like a slave or just a servant. And like, and, and you're able to approach ordination in that sort of freedom, you know, when the time comes in the present moment, you know, you're working with the grace that the Lord has given you at that moment. And that grace may be that. And, you know, honestly, sometimes such graces are like, feel like lightning bolts. Sometimes yeah. you hear stories of like, you know, think of St. Paul. Yeah. Uh, you know, he gets knocked off his horse and his whole life has changed. Yeah. You know, he's encountered Christ. But there's, you know, most, most days it's like, you know, it seems like nothing's happening, you yeah. know. Just like when a tree is growing, most days you look at it, you know, the next day you come out, it looks like it's yeah. the same height. You come out the next day, it looks like it's the same height. But yeah. over time, it starts growing and it gets thicker and it gets stronger. Um, so, yeah, no, it does take time, but the grace is in the present moment. So one thing you mentioned when you're talking about, like, the the, the, the mar- future married couple, you know, over the 10 years, you mentioned you look back on the struggles and the joys. Yeah. So... I'm going to throw that to you. What are some of the struggles and joys that someone can anticipate along the discernment route? Yeah, well, definitely along the discernment route. Um, everybody's struggles and, you know, is going to be different. Yeah. Um, just because we're all, you know, in a, well, that's a certain true. sense, we all that's are, true. Are, are different. That's true. Um, but the enemy does have different ways of working very, I mean, we, we all have one enemy that we're, that yeah. we're up against yeah. and he, and he's, uh, you know, he's not very creative. So he uses very similar <laughs> tactics for... Well, I would time. assume the common one would be, I'm not worthy. <laughs> that is a very common one. Yeah. yeah. Like, who am I to be approaching yes. the priesthood? Yeah. And that's definitely one that, that happens a lot. Um, and once again, it's one of those things where, like, you know, you can hear... And it's it's important to read good and, like, have good spiritual direction. Have, yeah. like, somebody who you can go to who uh-huh. is further down the path than you. Good point. Um, like, especially if you're a young man who's really thinking about the priesthood and has made that commitment yeah. to discern... I, you really should be getting a spiritual director because that is putting a target on your back in terms of how the enemy yeah. is, you know, the enemy is, you know, yeah. our enemy is, a, is, the, is the, the, the prince of lies. And, you know? and, so. your, and your diocese is going to have somebody who's the point man on that. Yeah, exactly. Right? I mean, yeah. yeah, if you're discerning to be a diocesan priest, you, you know, contact the vocation director. They'll totally get yeah. you in contact with the spiritual director. If you're discerning with a religious community, you talk yeah. to whoever vocation director yeah. they have and they'll get you in contact with somebody. But like a, any young man who's discerning the priesthood should have a priest is a yeah, spiritual director because right. yeah, you can't, the, we weren't made to, you know, the first thing that when God is creating the heavens and the earth, the first thing that he says is bad is that man is alone. Yeah. It is not good that man is alone. Good we point. Make man a helpmate. So it's always very important when, you know, there, we can't delude ourselves and think that we can do this all by ourselves. Um, there has to come a point where, you know, you have to bring, you have to bring what's going on in your heart to the light. Um, so yeah, spiritual direction is really key because there's going to be so many different lies that the enemy tells you, like you're not worthy or, you know, I'm broken or I'm, you know, I'm just a slave. Yeah. Um, you know, or like there, there's, there's so many, there's so many different lies, but, the, and very, the, but they're all very, you know, 
Well, let's let's Very continue similar. on that with something we talked about pre-show, uh, mm-hmm. which was the uh, pastoral. I'm sorry. For yeah, John. pastora, pastora, pastores double vobis. Yeah, that, like, that's why I'm going to let you yeah. say it, and because that kind of lends into this a little bit. The, you know, the, the things that young men struggle with. Yeah, so I think it's in chapter one of the of that document. Wait, let's first talk about the document a little so bit. So the document was written by John Paul II. Um, I want to say it was written. Oh gosh, you're gonna get me now. Maybe the '80s or the '90s. That'd be bump Some, he, somewhere yeah. about that time. So yeah. um, it was uh, uh, maybe it was a little bit earlier than that. Uh, '80s, '90s. Yeah. But um, uh, basically, it's John Paul II talking about um, uh, talking about uh, the priesthood, talking about what it is to form priests. Um, and in his first chapter, he talks a little bit about a little bit about 1992. Um, 1992. There, I was right. '80s, '90s. Yeah. Um, so he talks a little bit about like some of the struggles and the trials that uh, like young men in our modern environment might face when thinking about the priesthood. And a couple of things that he mentions is he mentions like the, the materialism of this world mm-hmm. um, as being something that is like could be, you know, dissuading young men uh, from, you know, ch- like choosing the priesthood because it seems like the priesthood, you know, you're, you're, you want to live a life of simplicity you know, a, a good priest is a, you know, a priest who, you know, lives simply. Um, so there's a certain sense of like, well, if I can't have, you know, if I can't seek this material gain, if I can't be like a millionaire, if I can't just like have this mansion or have this yacht, then I'll be like less of me, you know, if that right. makes sense. Like, right. so, so he kind of, Pope John Paul II, like really emphasizes that this culture emphasizes having more than being, you know, yeah. like owning things. The is sense like, of me that yeah. really cuts to the core it right cut, there. Yeah. It's like, yeah. like I what am, am I? I am my stuff. Like yeah. if you take my stuff away, yeah. you're attacking me. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, the priesthood demands and any vocation demands that yeah. you're going to give up your stuff, right? Yeah. Any vocation that involves following Christ, you're going to, you know, you're laying down, you know, laying down your possessions at Christ's feet and picking up your cross. Yeah. Um, now it looks different. It looks different for, you know, each person and each different vocation, each different particular vocation. But, um, but yeah, no, it's a strong commitment to, and, and materialism flies right in the face of it. Well, and that's our culture. It too. is our culture. So yeah. it is our culture. And then also, I don't know if you touched into two, or did you say that this will also touched in just our understanding of freedom? Yeah, exactly. And because yeah. that's, that is, to me, those to me are two big ones is the materialism and just the way that a priest is like, wow, you, because the first thing that our culture says, you gave up yeah, to be a priest. Exactly. It's not, and it's like, well, our, our culture just doesn't understand no, yeah. that at all. Like, they kind of see like freedom, like our culture sees like freedom as license, you know? Yes. So like license would be like, um, I could do whatever I want when I want to, right? Yes. So it's like, you know, I want to go fishing right now. So I'm going to go yeah. fishing. I want to go to the baseball game right now. I want right. to go, I'm going to go to the baseball game. I want to play video games right now. Yeah. I'm going to go play video games. And so it looks like if you choose something like the priesthood, it's going to be like, uh, and especially this is huge for like marriage. It's like, oh, yeah. well, I'd like to be married. I'd yeah. like to have kids. It looks like the priesthood is taking away my freedom because yes. I'm not going to be able to have kids. I'm no. not going to be able to have a family. Um, so yeah, no, the modern culture does definitely looks at the priesthood as like a giving up. Yeah. Um, but the truth is, is that's not really a, a good proper understanding of freedom. You know, freedom isn't necessarily license. You know, it's not, mm-hmm. um, y- you know, you're not, you know, there's a certain, certain amount of things that you just have to naturally give up. Yeah. Um, but freedom is like being able to choose the good. Exactly. 
Um, exactly. And the problem is, is that if you just kind of are just engaging with freedom just as license, you're really just kind of enslaved by your passions. You yeah. know, you're enslaved. That's by, the irony. That's the irony of yeah, it. Yeah, it's like <laughs> yeah. If you think that freedom is license, you're enslaved, right? Yeah. It's because it's like you know what you do is what you just want to do in the moment. You know, like yeah. I want to go to the beach. That's 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 what I'm doing, and so you're enslaved to that desire. Yeah. But what freedom does is like, well, okay, well, I could go to the beach or I can, you know, celebrate mass in my parish, you know? Um, and there's a certain freedom that comes from that because you're able to choose something that's better. Um, you're able to choose the good. Um, so, so you know, pursuing the vocation to the priesthood uh, and pursuing any vocation uh, gives you, you know, if you if you live it right, gives you this access to this freedom, is able to choose the ability to yeah. choose the good. But I would assume that that would be if you're like sharing that with your contemporaries and that sort of thing. That I don't know if you ran into it, there'll be something like people would say, yeah, well, "How can you think about that? Because you're giving up, you're giving up that, you're giving up that." Yeah, uh, I, mean, I don't know. Did you run it? I don't know if you ran into any of that. I mean that's I mean it's a very common thing that guys will run into. Um, it is a it is a guy thing. Yeah, that's a thing. Um, the, the thing also when you go through seminary, you kind of grow in just like a deeper understanding of like you know less yeah. of like like especially thinking about celibacy is less of like a giving up and more of like a gift. Yeah, you know because there's yeah it's truly like living your vocation is is a gift. You know if yeah. you if you you know freely choose your vocation and you freely live it. You know, there's like there's great grace that comes from it. Not not uh, you know, not least of which being you know your path of salvation, your path of yeah, of, yeah. <laughs> of uh, you know coming to God, you know coming to God in uh, you know in freedom. Uh, so yeah, no, it's it's important as a young man goes through seminary and goes through this process of discernment to continue growing into in the you know just the sense that like celibacy or or anything about the priesthood is is truly a gift from the Lord. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Um, we're pretty much reaching the end. I'm just trying to think anything. I, I, I don't want us to close with anything out on the table. I, I think we've covered most. Is there anything you felt that we uh, need to say? No, I don't think so. I think just, just to wrap is, is you know, the sermon isn't just a lightning bolt moment, right? Yeah. It's not just a... Uh, it's not a sign on the dotted line and instantly, like, poof, you're a priest. Like, the sermon is something that takes time. Yeah. Um, it takes time and it's good that it takes time. Um, and through that process of discernment, you know, you can expect, you know, not, you know, there'll be moments where you'll, you'll feel like you'll be growing like, you know, 10 inches tall, like in a yeah. night, but there'll be other moments. The most, most days will be like just slow, slowly growing and that's okay. Like that's, that's kind of how you, you, you can know, expect I, to grow. I, I've heard that actually during those times when you don't you're not especially feeling those graces that's in a sense god's way of challenging you to be able to your time in the wilderness mm-hmm. in a sense yeah and uh, uh so it, if and when that happens and it happens to all of us take it as hey now uh, thank you lord for not giving me the graces so i can prove you know that i'm still strong that i am doing it out of love for you not out of yeah. not out of an exchange it's like taking away the spiritual candy yeah know? bingo yeah bingo and that's and, and and that doesn't mean not to continue to struggle and not to continue to to work but it doesn't it doesn't mean that you're lost no, I, no. And 
that's no that's the, yeah you're not lost yeah you're mm-hmm. not and it's just it's it's god's challenge to you mm-hmm. uh and uh, yeah and it's a tough discerning is a tough time and it's you, you basically yeah i guess what i'd like to close with is you got to you got to make it happen it, otherwise it, it, life's going to happen to you it's a yeah. commitment right and if yeah. you and you have to in freedom you have to choose that commitment yeah um but the thing is it's like yeah it's tough but it's also so rewarding yes right so you know and that's why it's so important it's a, it's important during those times of you know difficulty like like we said earlier is to have like that support you know to have like your spiritual director to have your yeah. people who have been down further on that road than you like give you spiritual direction like help you show like help help remind you that like this life is worth living yeah um because you know discernment is it, it's difficult but it's certainly a huge grace and like looking back at you know the five six years that i've been discerning the priesthood it's been a, it's been a true grace it's yeah. been like a, a real yeah. grace so Great. um so yeah it's worth it i would it, discernment is worth the commitment yeah okay all right well thank you Stephen. yeah thank you okay well, um, that wraps up for today. And uh, as I've always said, there is no charge for father and dad, but we do ask for one form of payment. If you'd like what you've heard, please tell two friends. We came down to-